On this episode of the podcast, I talked to Joanne Borgo, copywriter and dentist. Joanne talks about her journey from accountant to dentist to conversion copywriter and her passion for working with female entrepreneurs on their businesses. Welcome back to another episode of the Women Doing Cool Stuff podcast. My guest today is Joanne Borgo. Welcome, Joanne. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me today. Um, so I was intrigued immediately when I saw you on Instagram and the, the description was copyright market strategist and dentist. Yeah. So can you, can you tell me a little bit about your story and how you came to have all of those things on your Instagram profile. Absolutely. So, um, when I, uh, when I went to university the first time around, I actually studied accounting and became an accountant and I did that for a while, but I wasn't particularly happy in my career. I didn't really enjoy the work. So I, um, decided that I wanted to do something else and I um, you know considered a few different things but basically decided on going back to school and becoming a dentist and at the time uh, that I made the decision I, I uh, had my I think my son was about one and um, we were planning to have another baby. And so once my daughter was born, I actually went back to school when she was seven months old and studied pre-dentistry, got into dental school and became a dentist. And then um, once I was practicing as the dentist and had my own um, practice, um, it really wasn't going very well. And I found it, um, you know, it didn't turn out the way that I thought it was going to turn out. And so as I approached 40, because, you know, that's kind of a big milestone, I began to question, you know, what I was doing and what I wanted my life to look like, because I was pretty stressed out. And I just thought, you know, am I going to show up at 65 or 80 and look back and say, like, what was I doing? So at that point, I decided that I was going to start um, exploring what I really wanted to do. And um, at that time, I really kind of dove into personal development and worked with a life coach and, you know, did lots of reading and lots of different exercises and started moving into the coaching world, um, but also studying online marketing. Um, and uh, as I continued to practice dentistry, but also explore what I wanted to, what I wanted to do, um, I started helping my entrepreneurial friends with their online marketing, um, like Instagram accounts or uh, email sequences, that kind of thing, and kind of decided that it was something that I really loved doing and what if I made that my job? So um, that's sort of where my current business started. I 
um, you know, basically fell in love with online marketing and uh, started to add in copywriting as well because I've, you know, I've been writing on my own since 2009, so almost 10 years. So um, that's basically where, where I found myself, uh, copywriter, marketing strategist, and dentist. So, and I forgot to ask you this, where are you located? I'm in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, here in Canada. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And so what was it about dentistry when you started practicing it on your own? You said it wasn't going well. Was it that you didn't like uh, the one-to-one -one client work of being a dentist, or was it the business side that you felt wasn't going well? Well, you know, um, when I got out of school, I bought my own practice because I thought, well, you know, I have an accounting degree, I have a business background, like I should be able to make this happen. But, um, but it didn't quite work that way. And so I was trying to figure out both how to practice dentistry the, the way that I wanted to practice it and also trying to run a business. And I you know, I didn't feel like I was particularly good at, at either one. And so, you know, um, as my business kind of, you know, didn't flourish, um, that kind of prompted me to take a hard look at what I was doing. And, you know, I ended up selling my practice and becoming an associate dentist. So I work for other dentists which has allowed me to move into the online marketing space. Um, and I enjoy a lot more. And now that I've been practicing dentistry for almost seven years, I feel like I'm serving my patients better. And I know what, it, what I want my dental practice to look like. So, I mean, that side has definitely gotten clearer and feels better but there's still you know I like dentistry but I don't really love it so I want something that I feel passionate about and that's what kind of led me into online marketing and copywriting right and uh and Marie Forleo who I assume you follow as yes as I do. yeah she talks a lot about being multi-passionate Yes, I think a lot of us are, and I've definitely yeah. fallen in love with online marketing too. Yeah, even though I'm a lawyer, so yes, yeah. totally. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I have a, I have a connection to dentistry, I guess too. I started um, teaching fourth-year dental students at Dalhousie, and I taught them for, for six years, and have since written a chapter in a in the textbook on business law. So, which is very cool. Yeah. Is it? I mean, maybe you, you, you might be the one person who thinks that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I feel like we did not have any discussions in dental school <laughs> about legal stuff, but it would have been nice. <laughs> I think the biggest takeaway I had from teaching dental students was just how smart dental students are. I mean, you guys are a smart bunch. You know, even when I would talk about, um, tax concepts or finance, you know, financing your purchasing a practice or things that I would consider somewhat complex legally, everybody sort of got it right away. So 
I was definitely impressed with that. I mean, I like to think that I'm intelligent, but sometimes, you know, not so much. <laughs> There's lots of things I don't get. Yeah. I'm yeah. not very handy, for instance, but. Yeah. So, so you're interested in online marketing and kind of grabbed you. So how, you said you've been writing and that's how you kind of got into copywriting. What do you think you, it drew you to? I mean, there's lots of writing out there. What was it about writing that copywriting was a draw for you? Yeah, well, I started out blogging um, just almost as an online journal. And so um, that's very different from the kind of writing that I do now as a copywriter. But I think what I like is creativity. And also, when you're a copywriter, you have a purpose in when you're writing writing. Um, I study conversion copywriting. So basically my focus is on um, basically convincing the reader to take action. Um, so whether that's to purchase something or to click on a link or to reply to an email, that kind of thing. So um, it's interesting because it's, it's a mix of data and um, it's also creative, but it's also really getting into the head of the person who's going to be reading what you're creating. And I find that really interesting. So who do you work with um, doing that kind of conversion copywriting? Yeah, for the most part, the people I've worked with so far um, are tend to be coaches. Um, I recently did a, a couple of projects for a photographer. Um, I've done work with a, uh, a local business um, who sells like inspirational products, which is really cool. And she's a friend of mine, so that was neat. So yeah, usually, I mean, for the most part, um, I'm drawn to working with female entrepreneurs who are growing their own businesses, probably because that's, that's what I'm doing myself, so. And me too. Yes. And so, and so we were actually both drawn, I guess, to Amy Porterfield because, and we are at an event of hers in August. Yes, yeah. And I think, you know, in talking to the people I've, I've met from that same event, I mean, everyone is there because they, they're trying to create meaningful businesses and do work that they enjoy doing. Right. And do you think that's what drew us to Amy? Um, to her style? That's a good question. Um, yeah, like I think what I like about her style is that she's, um, she breaks things down really well. Um, and she is very down to earth, um, but she's, you know, she comes across as very kind and thoughtful and she really wants to serve her audience, whether it's through free stuff or for the stuff that people pay for. And I think that service focus, um, is probably at the heart of what draw what I'm drawn to with Amy Porterfield.
This episode's Legal Minute is brought to you by Legal Essentials, Inc., where you go to feed your business with legal knowledge. Today, I'm going to talk about copyright. So when you write copy for your website, in an email, or in a written document, when you create it, it's protected automatically by copyright. And what that means is you are the only one who's able to use that to reproduce it and to copy any substantial part of it, if anyone else wants to use it, they have to ask for your permission. You can use the little C symbol in a circle to indicate your copyright in that work. So you should use the C symbol, the name of your business, and then the year of creation. So if you're putting original content on your website, you should have a copyright notice indicating that 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 uh, work, those works belong to you. There are four categories of works that are protected by copyright. Literary, that protects written works, like I just talked about. There's also artistic, dramatic, and musical. And as I said, the protection begins automatically upon creation and lasts generally for the life of the author plus 50 years. If you would like to find out more about copyright, or the difference between copyright and trademarks and trade secrets, you can go to onlinelegalessentials.ca. Thank you. Yeah. So where do you see your business going? Not so much your, so much your dental practice, but the rest, your other business going in the future. Yeah, that's a really it's a great question and it's also a difficult one because I feel like at this point in my life I'm still exploring what um what my work looks like so I love writing but I also love strategies so I want to be able to to really blend that together um but also not um not limit myself I know there's kind of a push to, to niche um, in the online marketing in the online marketing space, and um, I think it's great. But sometimes, like I feel like I've been trying to niche a little too soon. Um, so right now, I'm just trying to give myself the permission to explore what it is that I really love and try different things on and back away if it not fitting and it's so I I don't have a super clear picture but I know that if I keep taking action that that will come what do you think you take from your accounting and dentistry backgrounds when you get into marketing strategy or, or copywriting um well I think that um you know, from my accounting and business background, um, just, I think running a business takes a certain, you, you kind of got to know how to do bookkeeping and, and read financial statements and that sort of thing. Um, so to me, that's, um, it's not something I have to learn. So that's a good thing. Uh, in terms of dentistry, I think that 
if there's anything that becoming a dentist has taught me is that um, I'm really good at learning <laughs> because dental school is really hard, whether you have little kids like I did or not. And um, I know that if I, you know, once I set my mind to something and, um, and go after it, it's just a matter of persevering until it, until it happens. So, yeah. Right. So figuring out Facebook ads or something like that are not, it's not as hard as dentistry. <laughs> well, I don't think so. Like not, not the learning part. It's just, you know, it's kind of, it, it's time consuming and there are a lot of steps to that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I think, you know, most people can, most people can learn that yeah. for sure. Well, I think one of our mantras at the, at the Amy event was, um, we can do hard things, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. As business owners and women particularly, um, there's always talk about self-care. Um, do you have any self-care tips or strategies that you'd like to share that might help somebody else who's listening? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think for me, one of the biggest things is making sure that I get enough sleep. It's a very, very basic thing. But anytime I neglect sleep, um, it really comes back to bite me. And so, um, you know, I always think, either I sleep now or I'm sick later. <laughs> so um, that's one thing for sure is make sure you're getting enough sleep. And then I would say the other thing um, that I have to be careful with is um, watching for burnout because it's pretty easy for me to, um, you know, overstretch myself um, as someone who, you know, I work, I practice dentistry four days a week um, and then I'm building a business on the side and then I have two kids and a husband. Um, it's, it's pretty easy for me to, to uh, not take the time to, to do the things like even eating, eating well and exercising or reading that kind of thing. So I watch for burnout. And when I see it happening, I just make sure that I create space in my schedule to do stuff that I need to do to recharge myself. Awesome. So my next question is uh, for you to tell me about a woman who is doing a cool thing who inspired yeah. you. Yeah, so at Amy Porterfield's event in San Diego in August, um, at, I met um, a woman named Sarah Wallace, and she was sitting at my table, and she, is she has a website or and a community called Her Exchange. And so she's building a group of, building a community for women and talking about, um, you know, basically creating the life that you want and um, figuring out what that looks like, even if, if, even if it's like 
not what you thought it was going to look like. So it, it appeals to people like me who are professionals who are maybe have become disillusioned with where they've gone in their careers. Um, but basically it's, you know, about pursuing your passion and building work and life around that. Right. Yeah. So her exchange, H-E-R. Yes. Exchange. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I'll have to check so they're out. Yes. And so the next question is, where can people find you if they want to find out more about your, your um, side hustle business right now? Yeah. Yeah, they can find me on, on my website. I'm at joanneborgo.com. Um, and then uh, I'm also on Instagram a lot. And my handle there is joanne underscore borgo. And I don't know if you need me to spell that out, but it's B-O-U-R-G-A-U-L-T. I can spell it because my last name is Goodrow. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> if people are listening in Canada, they can probably spell it, but <laughs> hopefully elsewhere. Hard to know. Yep. Um, all right. That's great. So is there any particular thing that you want to tell us about that you're doing like that people can can go and check out on your website or on Instagram. Yeah. Um, right now, what I'm focusing on is um, what I call my copy in a day, which is basically for people who need copy right away. Uh, because obviously, as entrepreneurs, um, sometimes you get an idea and you just want to run with it. So that's one thing that I offer. And so you can find out about that on my website. And I think probably in the next uh, couple of weeks, I plan, plan on doing some copywriting tips on my Instagram account too. So um, that's something that I like to add in. So I'll do like Instagram tips series every once in a while. So great. yeah. Okay. That's great. Well, thank you very much for joining me on this episode, Joanne. I look forward to continuing to, to connect with you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fun. I, uh, I really like to hear what other, other women are doing. So I started uh, listening to a bunch of your podcasts and you've had some really great women on. That's cool. Well, yeah. I've never been on Instagram before the August event that we were both at. And I was actually in line to meet Jasmine Starr, and I had no idea who she was, um, but I thought to myself, my future self will want a picture with Jasmine Starr. Yeah. If I had known she was taking pictures, I still would have been in that line because I didn't know she was taking pictures, and I have like done her programs and I'm part of her community. So. That's crazy. Yeah. And basically, I was in the line, and I talked to her, and I said, I don't even know if I have an Instagram account. And she said, girl, you need to get me. You need to get on Instagram. Your people are there. And I'm like, okay, Miss Jasmine Starr. Yes. Well, she has, I don't know if it's still, if she's still selling it, but she has a program called Insta 180. And I really liked it. Yeah. Is that kind of how you, like, how you should show up on Instagram or how to do it? What is yeah, basically, um, her program talks about like, um, kind of how to um, do your bio and how to, 
like how to figure out what kind of account you want to have so that you have more focus in what you're posting and then breaks it down into categories just so that you know because it's it's nice to have a framework so that you aren't just going by the seat of your pants right so taking pictures of snow like i do sometimes yes well you know we all we all do that it's i mean it's an experiment really yeah. so yeah i've actually i've done like taught people how to use instagram too so that's always a lot of fun awesome anyway thank you very much yeah it was my pleasure i'm glad i could be here that was episode six of the podcast with joanne borgo of saskatoon saskatchewan copywriter and dentist if you want to find out more about joanne's copywriting and marketing strategy services you can check her out on her website at joanneborgo.com or she's also on Instagram at joanne underscore Borgo. Thank you for joining me.